Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, here we are, just a bunch of 30-year-olds. Look, turning 30 is not that big a deal. Oh, really? Is that how you felt when you turned 30? Why, God, why? I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. Oh, my God. The, having a baby at 37 was so much harder. 30 years old? Jesus Christ, somebody get this geriatric some metanusal. Why does everyone make such a big fuss about turning 30? This is not a big deal. 30 is when I feel like my life started making sense. I definitely know more now that I'm 38. Here are some things that I've learned in my 30s. Hello, welcome back to the show. It's Christy Hayes here with my wonderful husband, Justin Coombs-Pierce, who is my, well, wonderful co-host on this show. So sorry, we've had a bit of a break. Uh, you know, we've we've been sort of incognito for the last few months. We had some big changes in our life. We, unlike many people in Australia, moved from Queensland to New South Wales. I landed a big job in radio, so we thought it was best that we... No, it was Justin that got the job, not me. But uh, we've had some changes, but here we are. We are. And it is weird, isn't it? Because we, you know, we were in the full swing of things and then we were sort of hiding away in... Well, Harvey Bay at one point there in Queensland. Oh, so pretty. Up there in paradise. It was just idyllic. And we thought we would stay there for a while. And obviously with COVID, we didn't want to come back to New South Wales. But Murphy's Law is that we had some changes uh, and we had to say yes. Justin and I are the sort of people that if we see an opportunity, we have to take it. But we haven't forgotten about our show and we certainly haven't forgotten about you. And Talk 30 to Me continues to be one of our passion projects. And we wanted to get back into this series. Uh, It's the last day of 2021 today. It's New Year's Eve. Yes. And we thought we'd do something a bit Probably different. Probably not when you're listening to this, but as we record this, yes, we're heading into a brand new year. What are you talking about? Everyone's going to listen to it today, right? <laughs> uh, but it is for us the last day of the year. So we thought we'd do something a bit different today. Kind of recap what we've been up to, but also I think uh, pass on some knowledge that what we want to move into 22 with. Is that right? Yeah. Look, I came across something on Instagram and I thought, oh, this would be actually really good to just visit all these particular topics. Okay. Okay, so these are the 2022 intentions. So what I want to do is go through them one by one and I want to get your thoughts on them and we can sort of see where we're at as far as these things. Well, you know that I'm really big on these sort of things, Justin. Like I love writing lists, as you know, like my goals and stuff like that. And a lot of people don't like to do goals for the new year or resolutions. And and that's fine too, especially in this current climate. Like it's been so shit. Yeah. But uh, I, I do like the idea of this because no matter how we're feeling or whatever the world's doing, like we still can, I think, sometimes take, you know, little vignettes and move forward with being our best self, even when things are a bit hard or things that we've learned. I will credit Third Eye Thoughts, that Instagram account, because that's where I actually came across this. Uh, so I will give them credit for, for Okay, this. I'm sure they're listening as well, so well, I'm sure they'll, no I'm sure they'll they love are. that credit. No doubt they are. We'll tag them in something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so these are our 2022 intentions. Well, these are intentions we should have according to Third Eye Thoughts, so I want to know where you sit on it. Okay. 2022, intention number one, I will be present. Mm. Yeah, that's a big thing for me, presence, because 
Oh, I try and be present and it's it's something that I act I actually have to actively work at just because of the personality type that I have. But being present is so important. It's putting down the phone, it's being time with people and it's sometimes even just being present with yourself and not hanging out with people if it's gonna be too much of a distraction through your life. Does that make sense? Presence to me is something that I think is vitally important for our mental health. But what? it's something that we don't have enough of. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> See, you are, you are, oh my God, sometimes when I'm talking to you, I feel like you're just not even in the room. So I don't know where you go or if you are being present or if you're distracted. I mean, I guess I'm a bit like that I'm as well. I'm being present, just somewhere else. <laughs> Presence, how can we be more present? Like what are practical things that, that well, what is there anything that you've learned throughout, you know, the last couple of months with you? You've gone through different stages of your life. Like mm. we were up in Queensland living with my, we decided to go and stay with my parents. We wanted to get out of here and out of New South Wales because of COVID and work changes that we had. And now you're back into full swing of having like this full-time mm. radio gig. You know, you're so busy. You've got a great show. What's something, what's a way that you try and stay present in your life? Oh, I think it's, I think it's, it's just a state of mind, really. I don't think it's a physical thing. I think it really is a state of mind. Um, maybe I need to be a little more present. We'll mm. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Especially when I ask you to clean up love yourself. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next one because okay. we want to get through all these. There's actually quite a few here to go through, all right? But I, I will be present. Next one, I will chase more dreams and less people. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That is me to a T. I even was saying to Justin this morning, like I, the older I get, it's really important to me. And I don't mean this in a way that it's important to not have relationships because at the end of the day, relationships probably are the most important thing in your life. They will sustain you, you know. You have to get rid of bad ones, but you have to have connection with people. But the older I get, I just find my circle intentionally is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I read a quote the other day, forgive me, I can't actually say who said this quote, but you are a reflection of the five people in your life. So whoever you spend your most time with, obviously, you know, you are that. It makes sense. You adapt to your surroundings. You are your surroundings. So you want your surroundings to be good. And I have so much that I want to do with my life. Like I love acting. I love radio and, and my career is so important to me. Um, and, but so is my family. And I think chasing goals when you have the time to do it because time is probably our most important currency. You know, money is important, like they said, but I'm not money driven and, and I'm aware of the fact that we have precious time. So I don't want to go out and write myself off anymore. Like it just doesn't interest me. I don't need to have fake relationships and and spend my time in a meaningless way, which probably even reverts back to being present. Well, this is actually a good one because this rolls into the next uh, thought for 2022. I will only associate with people who have pure intentions. Definitely. Definitely. But sometimes you can't always do that. Like you might associate with someone who you believe does have good good intentions. And so I guess you try and navigate that with your own perception of a situation. But absolutely for me, uh, I, I try and... Hang out with people, like you say, that have pure intentions, that are good, that don't just come to me when they need something. And I try and do that as well now. I'm mindful if I have an old friend that I haven't spoken to or seen for a while and that friend might cross your mind because you think, oh, maybe they could help me out with that. But then what I learned in my 30s, it's you can't just reach out to people when you need something. You know, It might not even be that you are intentionally trying to do that. But yeah, uh, choose people that are in your corner and try and be in their corner as well. And again, that's why the older I get, the circle is smaller because it's like it's like a VIP club. No one gets in, no one gets out. You know, when someone gets into your life, keep them and don't let them out, but be selective about who you let in. All right, well, this one is probably one that um, I guess at times I'm guilty of. Okay. 
but you're probably better at this than I am, and that is, well, I will be mindful of self-limiting thoughts. Elaborate. Well, basically thoughts that the way that you put yourself, well, the way that you think yourself or you think yourself belonging in a situation, you're limiting your possibilities oh, by the way that you're... So for you, you mean you are you do limit yourself a bit more than what yeah. you think I do. Yeah, yeah which is so ridiculous. Um, you know, you have so much talent and you're so intelligent. And I think you just have to just believe that you are capable of anything that you want to be capable of as long as you are realistic within your abilities. Like I know I can't go and become a heart surgeon overnight I, or <laughs> at any stage in my life. Yet I will never be you able to. You actually believe that you are at times. <laughs> I've never known anyone that reverts back to year nine health science as a medical degree. That's because I, you know, don't put a lid on my on my abilities, right? You have to believe that you can be good at everything. But but know your stuff, know your corner, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, what and whatnot. I will never be a scientist. I will never be a doctor. I'm not good with things like that. But um, I'd like to be a psychologist one day and get a degree under my belt. I mean, I'm still talking about that, but, you know, maybe this year can be the year that I implement even trying to do that. Natalie Portman has a degree in psychology and that's always inspired me. She's an actress and I was like, you know what? The older I get, I just want to tick, tick, tick things off my list. Um, But obviously be aware of what we can and can't do. And you need to stop doing that because you are so smart and so talented. There's, There's plenty of things that you can do. And one of the things I found this year with you, you were this beautiful cause close to your heart was volunteering for homeless people. Mm. Um, and that was really impressive to me because I just thought, you know, like it's we so get caught up in our own world at times. And even doing what you just did doesn't require a skill. It doesn't require just know how to sleep out to raise money for people that are, are doing it tough or don't have a home. And just little things like that. It's, it's You don't need to have an ability. You just need to have compassion and time and want to do great things with the time that you do have. Yeah, I think that's um yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important that we do those things, but you've got to do them for I think for the right reasons. Uh, so look, okay, I like this because I actually think I'm quite strong at this one personally. All right. Uh, I will respect the gift that is my intuition. Yeah. I think I have great intuition. All the time? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently my intuition isn't that great. <laughs> No, you have good intuition. I absolutely believe that. We have to trust the gut feeling that we get, don't they? Mm. I mean... I mean, I'll take tablets for my gut feelings at the moment. It's <laughs> what happens when God, you get to 40 plus. No, for sure. Trust your intuition. Oh, my God. Uh, I remember once I was at the park with Hendrix and Harley and there was this guy there. He seemed like a harmless enough middle-aged man and I just and I just arrived at the park with some little boys, mm. you know, like my own children. And any parent will know that when you get to the park with small kids, you do not get them in the car to leave, you know, like no. that's just torture. But he started talking toward me and I cannot explain it. I just knew he was a bad guy. And he had this cute poodle with him. So it's not like he was like seemingly an evil person. And he started to approach me. me. (laughs) Yeah, it actually probably was Justin. That's how we got together. (laughs) Chatted me up in the park with the kids. But I got away from him and I was like, here, I can just read it. It, it, He didn't do anything physical, but I was like, get away, get out of Dodge. And then I rounded my kids up and I left. That was hell as well. All right, next one. I will laugh more. Definitely. It's the best medicine, right? I mean, I'm lucky in my personal life because I married to you. And, you know, as much as it pains me to admit, you're actually a bit funnier than me. <laughs> Justin's actually hilarious. He's very smart. But, you know, that's that thing is laughter. So wherever you get your laughter, it might not be with your spouse. I mean, you might be in a marriage where you don't laugh all the time, but as long as it's with your best friend or even someone from work or even just do what – like, seriously, so many times throughout the day I just laugh to myself. 
I just think if something makes me happy. I and, know. And <laughs> I can generally hear you from three rooms away. Because it's my favourite thing to do. Like, and if you feel shitty, if you can just go back to a memory, a happy place that you had and laugh as much as you can, even when something bad happens. Like how many times have we literally just laughed? Like remember we thought our car was going to break down in Queensland. We had this runaround car yeah. that, you know, my dad gave me and we were driving. We had to drive a couple of hours. And we seriously were like, we we're going to be stranded in the middle of nowhere. We had no fuel. <laughs> we thought then the car started to smoke. Hendrix and Harley were with us and we just decided to laugh, you know. Is that right? Yeah. Whatever, you know, say Levy, things happen. Just try and laugh your way through it. All right. I will be mindful of self-sabotaging behaviours. Yes, yes, yes. But that's an age thing too. Well, unless you've got your stuff together in your 20s, which I didn't have, like I recognise now when I'm sabotaging myself or when I'm having what I would just deem a little episode. I have a huge history of self-sabotage. Oh, yeah. I know. Absolutely. You used to gamble. You have problems with alcohol. You also have your mental health situation, which you can elaborate about if you'd like to. <laughs> We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. No, we have. We will. Re- we will revisit that a lot, I think, through uh, 2022 as well. And there's so much to talk about in that instance. But just tipping the iceberg, like being mindful of self-sabotaging behaviour. My thing is impulsivity. I'm an impulsive person. I have gone from relationships too quickly. I've left jobs quickly. And the older I get, I now, if something is making me want to immediately react, then what I have learnt is that I probably shouldn't immediately react. I've had to stop myself and now I can go outside of a situation and just go, you know what, this is just a feeling. Just have a bad day. It will go away. So being mindful of, of that as well, you know, because sometimes we do sabotaging things outside of our, our personality in our life, if you will, and we don't need to do that. Just stop, just take a breath and just, you know, you'll get through it on the other side. Sorry, I just wasn't being present again. <laughs> um, the <laughs> but hey, at least you made me laugh. This one. Right, I yeah. absolutely love because I think this is me through and through. I will protect and nourish my inner child. And how are you going to do that? I'm just going to keep being me. Mm-hmm. Big kid. Yeah. I think it's important. I think it's important to be able to let go and still be a kid and have fun and, um, you know, be a little bit silly at times, not take everything so seriously. That's how I read that. When people meet Justin, they seriously freak out by his age. It's like he's overly old. But most people think that he's my age. He looks young, he acts young, and Justin is youthful in the sense, like you just said, he's like a child. He does. Justin's a pranker, and it just keeps him young. Like Justin pranks me all the time, all the time. Sometimes it's annoying, sometimes it's cute. Most of the time we, well, 100% of the time we laugh. But I do like that too, you know, because the older we get, the, the more we forget to, to, to remain who we are because we're the same people, we're just older. Like I your inner you, child is there. But I think this is something that you need to do. And okay. Just protect and nourish your inner child because I think you, you. I think your situation is is quite interesting because you grew up on television and it's that whole, in a lot of ways, arrested development thing mm-hmm. where you know they well they always said that about Michael Jackson. You remain the age you were when you became famous uh, when you do those things. But yours was a bit strange. Rob Lowe you, said that, by the way. Um, you always want to grow. You always wanted to grow up. You always presented yourself as much older when you were, yeah. uh, you know, when you were. A they kid, so. they said me when I was like fourteen. How old are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm sixteen. I'm eighteen. <laughs> I wanted to do. Well, I wanted to be independent. I wanted to grow up. My whole life, I wanted to be older. So maybe you need to do that. Maybe you need to give yourself a bit of a childhood again. But it's funny because when you're a wife and a mum, 
and the person who has to, you know, like it's you, it's, you don't always have time to be the child that you wish you would. Mm. I mean, you get to do it. But you have to do it. I you think it's to important it. to do it and I think it's important for the kids as well. All right, so you can take over a bit more with cleaning our house and I'll take over more with some pranking. How about that? All right. Did you hear that? So yes, that's a yes? Um, well, that goes into the next one. I will only say yes or no when I mean it. Ooh, I like that because I am a people pleaser. Like I say yes. And I went through a habit of pissing off people in my 20s because I would say yes to everything. And not be able to do it. And not be able to do it. Yeah. And I just cancelled. I've done that. I, and I've, I am guilty yeah. of that. Always biting off more than I can chew in a lot of ways. And I think women do I, that. I just never say no. Mm, yeah. You don't say no. I need to learn to say no. There's a way to do it. But only say yes or no when I mean it. I did hear a quote as well, and I can't remember who said it. But don't they say you never make a promise when you're happy? I've never heard that. Well, I mean, that's quite ironic because I promised to marry you when, when I was in a pretty good mood. But they say, like, don't speak when you're angry. This is a Buddhist quote. You should know this. Come on, give me a bone here. Never, don't speak when you're – don't respond when you're angry. Don't make a promise yeah, when you're in a good mood. don't respond when you're – Yeah, the idea is that if you feel fantastic, you're in a great mood. So, oh. Oh, hey, can you help me move next Saturday? Yeah, totally. We can do that. Yeah, I'll never say yes to that. Oh, my God. You barely even helped move when we moved. Oh, we've moved so many times. <laughs> I am so over moving, don't I? I will do anything else other than <laughs> – Help you move. Let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. I've heard that expression before and I think that we need to try and do that too. And that is easier to do when you are older, when you're outside your 20s. Like I said, some people have it nailed, but the older I got in my 30s, the better I was at, at maintaining boundaries and nothing malicious. It's just saying this works for me or this doesn't. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, how about this? I will communicate better with others. That's something that I feel people like families get lost over this, friendships get lost over this, and it all comes down to lack of communication or just not feeling confident to be heard or getting defensive when people – like one of the greatest things you can have, I think, even well, especially marriage, is when you separate – like it becomes you and – what's that? Oh, now I've said this to you before – you and I versus the problem, you and I don't verse each other. Yeah. You know, so if there is a problem in our marriage, it's like we need to sit down together and defeat the problem. You might be causing the problem, but we have to be able to separate the issue from the personality, from the people versus the problem. And you've got to learn to have How communication. How does that relate to I will communicate better with others? Well, you have to learn what's going on in your communicative style and you have to prioritise communicating with people. But you know what, even with a stranger – or if someone's in a bad mood, just say if you're at the shops or whatever and someone's a bit rude, that is generally, and I know it's cliche, but it's generally a reflection of them being as, unhappy. Oh, see, I read it as I've just got to be better at communicating and not. Oh, you're terrible at communicating. Yeah. Your friends come to me to get responses <laughs> from you. The only person you're amazing at communicating with is me. <laughs> like, So, but that's something that you can take in because we all get busy. We all forget to get back to people. But if you can just do your best and just, you know what the thing is, do it 
as soon as someone contacts you, just one at a time, because we get overwhelmed with who we've got to get back to and what we have to do. So just you I know. do get overwhelmed. I, I will admit that. That is definitely something. How about this one then? I will not fall back into toxic cycles with people. Definitely. I'm the queen of cutoff. If it's a toxic thing, walk away. It doesn't need to be nasty. doesn't need to be malicious. Just if it's not there anymore, you don't need toxicity. If you can work it out, fantastic. Give peace a chance. Try and work it out. But if it's just not serving you, then it's you just it's false. Move on. Don't be toxic. Be your best self to people. And if they're not their best version back, then it's time to, to cut the call. But a lot of the times too, this, I mean the way that this talks – about toxic cycles, mm. it can be a toxic cycle just within yourself. It doesn't have to be exactly. relying on somebody else. You can't always blame somebody else for a toxic cycle. It can you be might actually that you've be created yourself. If you're the toxic person, you have to recognize that. Yeah. You have to do the work, but that's not going to happen until you get a certain amount of maturity. So, absolutely. And if people are saying to you, "You're toxic," you're to- listen to them. And that goes back to the communication being important. The way that you communicate is you have to be self aware enough to listen to feedback. Listen to feedback. Don't just listen to your own voice. Someone says you're in the wrong, maybe you are. And again, sit down and have the conversation to address the problem. Don't it's not versing one another, it's it's versing the issue at hand. All right. I will embrace change. Totally. Do it. I mean it's scary and be sensible about changes that you have to make. Well, we've had some big changes in 2021. Yeah, so we left New South Wales. We got married. We did. How do you feel about embracing that change? Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting change. It was an interesting change. What the fuck is that? It was an interesting change. Actually, it didn't change a lot, really. With no, us. I mean, our, He's joking, by the way. Our life was... He sobbed when we got married. I was like, to, to a point where I was like, are you happy about this? Like, is this a good thing? So we got married. We uh, ended up in different parts of Queensland and then back down in New South Wales and uh, on the Central Coast at the moment, which is just the most glorious place. I love the Central Coast, by the way. I grew up here. So it's funny how we... Oh, this is going to sound so lame, but how I sort of went home. You know, I was away and then I was home and I'm not trying to sound like home to away. Uh, but, you know, we had big changes and we had to refind ourselves because, you know, we were lost. We were so lost in terms of work. Like every, everyone went through a hard time with mm. COVID and stuff. But um, we embraced change. And you know what? You just ask the universe for the change that you want. Write it down. And I say this all the time, but I really do believe in the power of manifestation. Have good intentions. Ask for something you know that you are capable of. Like, again, you know, like I can't ask for a job as a heart surgeon. It's never going to happen. Not qualified. And I don't if it does, it. please don't go to a. <laughs> Let me just point out someone's attention to detail. <laughs> That's not someone you want (laughs) operating on. Even if she knows how. (laughs) It's very much just a, oh, that'll do. (laughs) You're not good enough. I have attention to detailing some things. Thank you very much. You have zero attention to detail. What about with my scripts when I'm acting? What about when I do scripts? I don't want to hamper you getting further work, so I'm not going to comment on that. But uh, let's just... All right, I like to wing on. some stuff. Let's move on. All right. I will set and stick to my boundaries. How do you, how do you go with that? Yeah, boundaries are something I've never really had. Mm, yeah. I'm not a big one for boundaries. I yeah. probably need some boundaries. Yeah, you don't really have – you just don't engage. Like there's not really a boundary that needs to be set because you just, <laughs> you just won't engage if it's not there. No, boundaries are important, but boundaries – you have to be in agreement with someone about them. Otherwise, people just get offended and they, like, 
it's hard to establish boundaries. It's something that we have to be able just to do. Some people are great at it. I'm getting much better as I age. Mm. I just say, no, thank you. It's no thanks or yes, please, or I'm not interested in dealing or I just, I end it and I just go back to my safe place, which is my family and my home. Well, this next one here, I think I, I've taken huge leaps ahead in 2021 and mm-hmm. expect to go even further in 2022 with this. And that is, I will do what it takes to honour my mental health. Very good. You got You have to put in the work, you know. You do. You have to put in the work. Like, So, you, Justin. You can't expect it to just fix itself. Mm. It's something you actually have to, you know, have to take seriously. And... What I'm saying with this too is, and this is a really important thing to to keep in mind, you don't have to be clinically depressed to put work into your mental health. Mm. This mm. is not a something that oh, I'm depressed, so that's when I need to put work into my work into my mental health. I think it's no matter what stage you're at, I think you need to be more. We all need to be more self aware of our mental health, and we need to do the right things to make sure that we stay above water. You know, keep our head above water when it comes to our mental health. And I think it's really, really important. Um, and I think it would be an amazing step for so many more people out there to do throughout 2022, and that is, you know, just understand your mental health a little better and not not ignore it and not also believe that just because things are good at the moment, I don't have mental health issues or I don't have to um, take control of or I don't have to be aware of my mental health. I think everyone should be aware of what their mental health is and I think the world would be a much better place uh, with a lot more understanding and a lot more acceptance from everyone on the planet, not just people who are suffering or not just people who are dealing with people who are suffering but for absolutely everyone. Absolutely. Like I went through my own journey with mental health this year. I did not do well when I – like I walked away from a breakfast radio job um, for circumstantial staff and, you know, I got paid a lot of money to do that job. But more so when I was there, I laughed every single day with my co-host and I was happy. Mm. And it really hit me to no longer have that in my life. Mm. And then we moved and we were in the country and, we, you know, we were running COVID out like everyone and I found myself in a bad state sometimes, mm. as you know. And Justin wasn't used to that side of me because I'd always been so happy. And But what I did was I got to a point where I was like, all right, <clears throat> this is just mental health. This is – tidal waves this is ebbs and flows and you know I went and saw a doctor and I wanted to go and get something done I thought okay maybe I need some tablets here maybe I just need a bit of help um in the end I didn't go to the doctor because they were like they only took what are they hanging <laughs> I could only pay them via this weird way I can't even remember what it was they not PayPal but it just it just didn't <laughs> didn't happen money order money order that's right I thought, who does like, that because <laughs> we're in the middle of nowhere they're like you can only pay via money order I was like right I'm not doing that uh, and I got out on the other side and I think just um, probably changing our life a bit more. Okay, maybe got out on the other side, but I think it's something that you need to be more aware of in 2022 as well. And definitely, definitely. And I even as noticed, we all do. As, as we, we all, all do. And even little things like this is not always the answer, but I immediately recognise the difference in my mental health if I put on my headphones and I go for a power walk. Just starting my day with fresh air, exercise, and just kind of not even absorbing people's energies is one thing that Fresh works. Fresh air and exercise just for me is in the first bit of medication you need when it comes to um, dealing with any mental health issues whatsoever, I believe. Yeah. Um, because it does help. It certainly helps uh, clear the air a little bit to move forward with whatever else you need to do in order to uh, correct uh, where you're suffering. Now, this is something that I need to do, and you will agree with this in... 2022. All right. You That's on the cool. other I'll hand. I'll agree with you, okay? All, All right. right. I will stay hydrated. Oh, my God. 
Here, okay, here's an example of mental health with Justin, right? This is separate to mental health. Justin drinks no water. He doesn't drink water. All he drinks is crap. He drinks Coca-Cola and that's it, right? He, oh, sorry, Coke, no sugar. He doesn't put water in his body unless I force him. Yet then he turns around well, and says, I do. Sometimes oh, I've got a headache. I have such a headache. He's always whinging about the fact that he has a headache, but he doesn't do anything about it. It's like, dude, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You know, you have to hydrate. It's so important to put... Never forget how good a glass of water tastes. That's what Goldie Horn's dad yes. said. I mean, and it's random because it's Goldie Horn's dad. It was in like her autobiography. I love it. Yeah, in those days, <laughs> they only ever had water. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't popping down to the 7 Eleven <laughs> then, grabbing a Slurpee. All it right, was, uh, smart ass. Yes, it's true. But, but if that's something that you can commit to yourself more, I will applaud you. And you know what? Happy marriage, man. I'll stop nagging you about it. I mean, do you like getting headaches because you don't drink water? Because you're not hydrated? All right. Let's move on to the next one now. All right. All right. Because this one I'm I'm a little bit lost with. See if you can decipher what this means. I will make the most of what I have to work it. I'll have the most. I will work. One more time. I, I will make the most of what I have to work it. Yeah, I will make the most of what I have to work it. Yeah. So know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Use your tools. Be your best self. That's what that means. Be the best at what you can do. Learn what you can learn. Make the most of what? Make the most of what you have yeah. is I think what that means. And that is really important because – and it's hard to do all the time. Work, your, work to your advantage as well by – Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it works when it works. If you go with the grain, it works. If you go against the grain, it doesn't work. So make the most of what you have to work it is what that means. All right. I will always find time to dance. Oh, I love that. We should dance a bit well, more. No, but we do dance a lot around the house, don't we? We do. You know, when music's going, we, we yeah. generally, we, you know, we, we find that energy sometimes and just... We do. So normally a little bit silly, but, you know. Yeah, well, no one's expecting, like, no. so you can think you dance. So you think you can dance. Although I did try and get on Dancing with the stuff. That didn't work out. That would have been fun. <laughs> but the kids love to dance. <laughs> Hendy and Harley love to dance. And it's, I think, that thing of being a child, it's the inner child again. Like, the boys don't care about when we have music. They just go crazy. Harley... Six-year-old Harley, he will dance our boy wherever we go. We'll go to Woolies and he oh, yeah, he's a constantly song, dancing. He'll just start dancing. And it's actually really endearing. It's that expression, you know, like, you know, sing like no one can hear, love like you've never been hurt, dance like no one is watching. It is a beautiful thing to see. So if you find those moments in Goldie Horns, I quite a lot of I love Goldie Horn. She um Oh, I love she, Goldie too. She, I do. Oh my god, you've got to read a book, A Lotus Grows in the Mud. But she will pull up at traffic lights and she saw someone dancing on the street, so she got out and she joined him. We have always celebrated life in dancing. Like when the war ended, people were dancing down the streets. Dancing is important and people get so self-conscious, but I'm gonna put that into practice for next year. Like let's just when we go to goals or rally. Let's just do a waltz down the aisle. All right. Let's also <laughs> shop separately. <laughs> At least I'll be present. All right. I will let go of my attachments to what I know isn't for me. Yes, do it. Cut the cord. It's really hard to do sometimes, but it, you're good at doing that. Mm. You're good at doing that. Yeah. Everyone gets better at doing that as they get older. Like, I have since I've got since I've got older. Like I, I, I absolutely now will uh, – I find it very easy to cut negativity off in mm. my life. Mm. Like even a practical – f- and, But a lot of this comes down to understanding my own mental health as well. 
yep. that I, I, I a lot of the time don't have the brain power or the mental health capacity in order to handle a lot of negativity. So I have to, for my own self-preservation, cut it out of my life. And it might seem a very harsh to a lot of people, but uh, it, to me it's very much a survival tactic and I, I can't – I just have to do it. You have to put yourself first and you have to cut off bad habits. Actually, even a practical thing, Justin this year quit smoking. He smoked a bit more when we lived with my parents. <laughs> he can well, uh, m- but mind you, I quit, smoking. I quit smoking 20 years ago and then I started smoking a little bit again and, and I never liked it. No, it he'd was always- one of those things, but it was a, it was a, you know, it was sort of a crutch for me. I just ended up going to it as a, you know, as a, a, I don't know whether it was for stress or whether it was just habit, or whatever it was. But yeah, no, I did quit it. You used Champix. You used a bit of brain power. Yeah. You had a nagging wife, uh, and also the money. We were like, this is ridiculous. Oh, so yeah. it just wasn't. Sur- it was a dead end street. Mm. Dead end street, and you got rid of it, and you felt so much better. All right, our final one. Our final one to wrap up 2021 and move into 2022, I will accept myself. Mm, yeah, you got to do that. I need to do that. I get so harsh on myself. You do. If I don't, because I just, I have such high expectations myself. And I don't, it's not like I walk around going, oh, like I'm so good. I don't mean it like that. I just, it's not like I want to do this humongous. I just want to do what most people do, which is have a successful career, successful family, own a home. We want to build a house. Like I just want to do all those things. And sometimes when you, it's not working, you just go, ah. But I think the best way you can give yourself the best chance in life to do the things that you really want to do is to eliminate toxicity, eliminate bad things that aren't working for you. Be very self-aware. Write stuff down that you want and focus on those things. Like I write down lists, but I don't forget about it. I look at that and I go, okay, what do I need to do today to make this happen? What do I need to do to make this happen? And I think you need to invest time into the bigger picture and get creative with how you can make your dreams and your goals come to fruition because you actually can. There is a practical way to make something uh, big come into your life. Well, I believe that if you accept who you are, it makes it a lot easier to be who you want to be as well. I accept who you are. (laughs) Not all the time. Not when you don't clean up around the house. That fucking shits me. But... You're right. Let it go. (laughs) Acceptance is great. Be your own best friend. You know, that's how I would wrap up the year because you spend more time with yourself than anybody else. It is your own voice that you're going to hear the most. It's it's the you are the person that you need to laugh with. You are the person that you need to be best friends with and hug and cheer on. Be your be a great cheerleader for yourself and enjoy your own company. That's an important thing too. Like if you can get to the stage where you go, you know what? I'd hang out with me. I think you're on a great path to doing all these things that we just spoke about without it being as much work. Uh, Spend time with people that you love. Spend time with people who love you. Make sure it's not a one-way street. You know, make sure it's a two-way street. Protect your mental health. Give up bad habits. And uh, as I always say, write stuff down. You write down what you want to do with your life or you write down things you want to improve in you and I guarantee you that you can make that happen. I learned that in my 20s and I tell you right now it's very real because it happened to me in my 30s. And so with the last day of the uh, – oh, we got engaged two years ago, by the way, today. We Justin did. and I. We did. And uh, well, Actually, it was just after midnight, so New Year's Day. I said to him before he proposed because he told me to go and get my nails done. He was like, do you want to go and get your nails done? I said, oh, my God, you're proposing to me, aren't you? And he said, no. I said, swear on my life you're not proposing to me tonight. And he said, I swear. And that was true because he technically proposed to the me. the next day. The next day. And why did I ask you to get your nails done? <laughs> And not do them yourself. 
going back <laughs> to attention to detail. <laughs> she might as well do it with a bloody paint roller. Painting your nails is hard, okay? You try painting your nails. Men have no idea, seriously. But anyway, here we are and it's been a great year and thank you very much for joining us with Talk 30 to Me. We're going to make more episodes now. Don't worry, that's yeah. our promise to you. You know, you just listen to speak to us, speak about things that we can do to be our best self, uh, time management and whatnot is one of them. So thank you for your patience. We just had a lot of changes we had to move and we just, you know, it was all just crazy. But here we are. We're going to have some, uh, we're going to get some guests on the show next year, some big name guests too. I want to try and get Hemsworth on the show. That's what I want to try and do. Oh, we'll put it favors. out there. Put it out there. I'll write it down. <laughs> He won't read him like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but we'll try our best and uh, hope that, you know, 2022 brings you all you deserve and more. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm Christy Hayes. Thanks for hanging out with myself and Justin Kim's Piss and we will catch you next week. <laughs>